yeah, I, I drank this, um, well, I got this tea called, like, almond chocolate, but I was like, I don't know if that's gonna taste good. It smells good, but <laughs> it tastes like watery chocolate if you've ever had, like, chocolate milk, but no milk. Yeah, but no milk. Yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> Hey man, there was a once upon a time that we were poor and sometimes we couldn't afford the milk, so it would just be chocolate water. That's all right. Exactly. The Nesquik powder in water. Hey. <laughs> oh shoot, I forgot about that. Yeah, it has the Nesquik bunny on it too. Strawberry yeah. with my jam. Okay. Yeah. True enough. Okay, so hello guys. Uh, welcome to Tree Bark. This is episode six, and here I have a furry to interview um <laughs> he's actually a good friend um his name is gear or is it more accurately gear senshi gear senshi is the name but i go by fox gear on fa a lot more so everybody pretty much knows me as that okay um would you like to give a little bit of a background on yourself or like um if somebody had to meet you for the first time how would you describe yourself Oh my goodness, let's see. Well, I'm a fun-loving guy. I love to just hang out, make friends, and just be social overall. Um, I'm very easy to get along with. It takes a lot to actually be, I guess, on my bad side. So mm. typically I'm really good at intermingling with just any kind of personality type. But of course I have the ones that just kind of don't click with me. And then I do my best, but if it continues, then well, I mean... Sometimes you just can't help. <laughs> yeah, and I find that, like, the furry fandoms are pretty, like, for people who are often, like, introverted and stuff, especially, like, online, um, it's a pretty, like, I find a lot of people are able to be social butterflies. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I definitely, like, got out of my kind of little bubble out of high school and stuff when I joined the fandom. Uh, so how did you, I kind of, this is like a, like a icebreaker and stuff. So how did you out of the gate like get into the furry fandom like what's what's your start all right well that's a question that always comes up actually so i would have to say that it was uh as of many probably many many people already they had their uh their furry gateway drug so to speak which was uh <laughs> yeah, it's like many people are crystal but then i was one of the renamon people uh, Digimon was one of my favorite. I know, right? Ooh la la. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I gotta say, uh, whenever I first saw Renamon, I was like, hey, wow, that's an amazing character. I'm going to look her up as a background for my computer. Mm. Um, even though it was a very old computer, it could still do the background. So I was happy enough to go and try <laughs> to find her. Uh, strangely enough, I ran into the site called uh, Yifstar. <laughs> Oh, I never heard of that. I, it's so furry now, I believe. So if you ever heard of so furry, it used to be Yifstar. Oh, okay. Um, but I didn't know what Yif meant at the time, so I was just like, "Hey, Yifstar, <laughs> they have a lot of, they've got a lot of Renamon art. Let me go see." It's like, wow, these are great. Luckily, they still had the thing where you had to log in to see the adult stuff, which was fine. But I was just there for the really cool pictures that artists were drawing of Renamon doing uh, Diamond Storm and stuff like that. Um, but in doing so, I did make mm -hmm. an account. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember that I was going through one of these. I can't remember the artist's name exactly, but she did a Renamon picture. And she actually had a journal that read, What Furry Are You? 
And I was like, furry. So then I started looking at all through her gallery and just noticed that, hey, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, like, animal people in here. Whoa, these are awesome. <laughs> I, I want my own animal person. I'm, I'm creative. Um, so she, she had a, uh, she had a journal that said, which furry are you? So I clicked the link and at the time it was one of those really basic, really, from what I remember from it was, what's your favorite animal? Or mm-hmm. what's your favorite animal? And yeah, so um, oh, it was I, I like chose a the dog. It was like a form yeah. you had to fill out? Like a little tiny form that had like seven questions on it, I think. <laughs> Something like that was like, what's your favorite dog? And I was like, oh, it's like, yeah, I like dogs. I, I want to go with dogs. And it's like dogs. And then you added some of your personality type. And I mean, at the time I was young, so I didn't really know anything about that. So I just kind of oh, wow. clicked and clicked. And then... Um, it was like, oh, what's your favorite? And I was like, a husky. All right, huskies are amazing. <laughs> I love them because we had a husky at the time, and uh, her name was Isabel, mm. and I loved her to death. She was the most derpiest dog ever. Um, and I was like, that's my favorite, my my favorite breed of dog. So I was like, husky. So then I went through the process, and then it says, um, yeah. It's like, judging by your personality type, you are indeed a husky. It says loyal, friendly, and easy to get along with. And I was like, great, I totally do that. And then at the end, it says, all you have to do to make your fursona is take your favorite animal breed and mix a human through it. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then it gave me uh, uh, a basic, basic, one of those basic pictures of what the persona quote-unquote would look like mm-hmm. and i was like oh wow that's really cool so i took that picture that stock image and started using that as my <laughs> my profile picture for god knows how long but um yeah so actually um contrary to my fox gear name i am a husky yeah so um, you're you're actually okay that's for the record then you're not actually yeah. a fox though it started with a husky Correct. I've always been a husky. I've never changed species. I've never any, done anything like that. Only recently <laughs> have I started dabbling in uh, uh, species transformations, which Ooh. allow me to get a little bit closer to some of my closer friends. Um, but yeah, I've always been a husky, always been a canine, never a fox. The only reason why I chose fox gear was because, to me, it sounded a little bit, uh, a little bit more fluid, a little bit cleaner. Mm-hmm. Huskier. Huskier seems kind of blocky. And to me, it doesn't roll off the tongue as well as fox gear because it's all just a simple, like, basically slip of the tongue, so to speak. Okay. Um, so, it, yeah, it just has a nice flow to it that you thought at the time. Exactly. That's pretty much all the, it was. The uh, Also, kind of like stepping back a bit, the yeah. that program that you used actually for filling out all of, like, the characteristics and stuff of your Sona. Um, did you know that like other people had sonas and stuff or was it like kind of then that like, oh, hey, there's this community of other people online that you could interact with? At the time, uh, like, like I was saying with that artist, I, again, I don't remember her name. It's been so long. Um, she actually had her persona in her, uh, that she was drawing uh-huh. in her gallery. So along with all the Renamon pictures she had and Gilmon pictures and all the like fan art she did she had her own persona and stuff like that and i was like that really got me into thinking i was like oh wow this looks really interesting and then after i made my quote-unquote stock sona yeah. um, <laughs> i went into the main page of yifstar at the time and realized hey 
wow, this is uh this is actually there's they're everywhere. <laughs> so this is a common thing. I'm like, okay, cool. And there was forums and everything like that where you could uh, write stories, uh, look at art, RP or oh, role play. Okay. <laughs> so it was oh. a little bit of everything. Um, so, what what year was this around the time? Oh Lord, uh, let's see. Because I take it that yeah, you uh, are a um, fed, uh, furry veteran compared to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, technically, yeah, I'm a gray muzzle. So, uh, oh, how would you how would you define that? Not to divert too much. <laughs> no worries. Um, gray muzzle, in my experience, is if you're if you've been in the fandom five or is it? I think it's seven to ten years. For me, some people might say it's only five years, but for me, it's like you have to be. It's like to me, if it, you're talking about dog years, okay, uh, seven to ten makes you a quote unquote old dog. So why not make that be where you're a gray muzzle, where your uh, your fur starts turning gray, kind of thing. Actually, <laughs> so I would say about seven to ten. I'm sorry. Yeah, so about a decade then for actual dog lifespans. That yeah, that would count. That makes sense. Correct. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I thought. So in the end, that's why when some people ask, I'm like, okay, yeah, technically I am a gray muzzle. I've been in the fandom <laughs> over 10 years. So it is what it is. Okay. Um, but year. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, What's that? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I know it was when I was really young. Oh, so this is actually before high school or actually yeah way before <laughs> i think it was middle school if we're being honest um but the good news is i didn't get into the naughty art and stuff like that <laughs> until like i was at least 14 15 because then yeah. that's when i was kind of like you know i need something to uh <clears throat> pique my interests if you know <laughs> what i mean and then i realized that hey there is a not safe for work button yeah. on my favorite site that I go to. <laughs> yeah, it's and definitely around that that, that yeah. puberty time and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then that's when I realized, oh my god, personas can be a little bit more than what just I thought could be possible. <laughs> yeah, that reminds. And then that's when I really got into it. <laughs> that reminds me of um like Blarg when he was telling me about his uh, earlier experiences too in the fandom. Did you get into like any of the comics or series too at the time? Oh yeah, I did. I really did. I followed a few uh, artists that actually had really good comics and uh, uh, what is it? Uh, stories written on their um, on their pages, and mm -hmm. that's actually kind of what helped sparked my uh, interest in writing, and that's why I kind of became my own writer. Uh, it's like that's probably something that not a lot of people know, but I actually do write uh, stories myself, and I am currently in the process of hopefully someday having my own book published. Yes, I remember that you were showing me um, a little bit of your secret uh, stash. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, but... it's fine. That's fine. It's, just, <laughs> it's like no details. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, seriously, yeah. Um, I do. I, I really like story building. I like world building, character development, everything like that. So uh, I remember I would always post random short stories on uh, Yifstar, and they did. They got a lot of uh, traffic before I kind of up and abandoned it for uh, for affinity. <laughs> <laughs> you betrayed But that's because the community over there was pretty much dead at the time. So I was like, oh, well, there's not many people here oh, anymore. Oh, no. And did then everybody just... migrated. 
it, oh, it okay. basically just died because everybody was like, oh, FA's where is it at, where it's at now. And I'm like, okay, well, let's go to FA then. And then that just became, like, the new site, I guess. Um, I guess, would you say FA has, like, the most popularity right now? I, I think they're still working on tweaking it, too. Correct. Yeah, I, I would definitely say that FA is, like, the majority holder of the fandom's uh, presence at the moment. Yeah. Because I know there's a lot of other sites out there, but it just feels like in a lot of instances that if you say to somebody like, uh, what is it? You know, I forget the other site name, but one of those new sites, if you mention that. I've seen Furry Network. Have you ever heard of that one? Yes, I have. That's one of the newer ones that if you ask somebody, they're probably going to be like, what's that? But if you say FA or for affinity, they're like, oh, yeah, definitely know that. Everybody knows that one. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm there. Yeah, it's like a home staple, I guess. Um, Exactly. Kind of like getting me to think about like the websites two of the time and like what we have now like with our smartphones did you ever mm-hmm. hear of some of these apps like from furry amino to like howler and all these other kind of social platforms that are actually like based around the community yes yes i i've heard about howler um uh, uh let's see what else uh i can't remember the other ones and all that's <laughs> because i don't use yeah, I don't use them too either. I, I tried a little bit for Amino, but I kind of always got lost. And I think, I don't know if this is just me sounding like an old fogey or something, but <laughs> like I use FA way more than I use any other social platform as far as like the community goes. Um, but the, what do you call, the the way that like if you had to compare it to what you had at the time and seeing it progress on our smartphones like do you think that that's a cooler way to see the fandom grow and become like more quote-unquote mainstream like what's your opinion on that i would say yes because i mean as technology advances uh so does a lot of social platforms uh because it makes it easier i mean look at it we went from uh well i personally went from uh msn chat that oh god really those bad. are the days yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the really bad really bad uh connectivity issues blah 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 going on to skype yeah and then from skype onward to telegram and discord so uh there's been that point where you kind of just advance with technology and also just go with the <laughs> flow with the groups because everybody's like oh the calls are so much better on discord or it's like skype it's like their security format has been compromised and you're like, oh, well, I guess I can't really <laughs> stay with them anymore, especially since my account's been hacked like seven times. Well, somebody's got to <laughs> but... get on some infosec and not lose their personal data. Exactly. So, I mean, in the end, it's, it's like I said, it's just ever-evolving, uh, better security, better, better um, networking, um, connection, communication, everything like that. And then... Uh, even if you did like Skype or whatever, uh, I, I used it for years and years, but mm. connectivity did go down because like stability issues and blah, blah, blah. And then also security issues. But then you just really find out that a lot of your friends are already transfer over and then they don't use that platform anymore. So in the end, you have to also make that change, go with the yeah. flow and just switch over because if you don't, then... <laughs> you're not going to really be able to talk to anybody now, are you? 
Yeah, and one of my favorite platforms actually right now is well, even since I just got into the community was uh, Telegram. I I don't think I know of any other better uh, app or social way to engage with other people from like friends to huge groups and forums. Exactly, um, I have to agree with that because um, ever since Telegram came around, it was just really easy to do groups or just communicate with people. It's just uh, message them at their at. It was just really easy to reconnect or just connect with new people. Yeah, it became. Um, yeah, that's a really good point because it became like I don't even think Telegram noticed this until like the influx of furries, but be because we're so social, you'll find a lot of people just like getting to know people over that platform and then actually like finding a lot more local furs in their area and stuff because you can exactly add, you can add like location features and it seems like the perfect kind of like texting app that's for one free has like unlimited mm -hmm. storage and like gps data and stuff it's amazing exactly i agree with that um but yeah and then another thing that probably made it more key for the fandom was the mm -hmm. implementation or the implementing of the stickers oh god <laughs> animated stickers once you were able to do that um and then once that first furry artist decided oh wait i can upload my own stickers <laughs> and then it'll be nice and then the moment they used it on one of their friends it was like a brush fire and it just set fire to the entire fandom and everybody was like, "Yes, commission those." I saw commission those stickers. <laughs> I saw. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, I mean, if it's art based, you know, fairies are gonna be on it. The of the thing about the stickers too was, um, what is it? I, I believe the artist is now and later. Like, oh, they just have yes. a huge work log that's just amazing. Like, I can't. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think eventually I'd like to get a pack or two from. And now and later, right? Is their name? I think. Yeah, now and later. I actually have a, a sticker pack for now. <laughs> God, I bet that quote is like huge, though. How long did it take to get in that line? <laughs> um, not long, believe it or not. Whenever they opened, I asked, and they gave me a slot. And I think it was like a month later that I got a full pack of ten stickers. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. So it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad of a wait. Um. I know a lot of artists will probably make it like a longer time, but they're very quick in their trade, especially since uh, they've been doing stickers so long. <laughs> oh, I guess they just have the formula already set for making exactly. new stickers. Exactly. And they're like uh, smaller in the end anyway, so it's a little bit easier, I suppose. I'm not sure. I would yeah. have to ask them. Yeah, you know what I would like to see? Like that, I, I really like their quality and style too. I don't know. Do you know mm -hmm. if they do any comics related? Because I think that would be a really cute style for a, a webcomic or something. I agree, actually. Um, but I don't think Now or Later does comics. Mm -hmm. Just because they are time-consuming. And I think they actually addressed that at one point. Oh, okay. I mean... Is that it was just too con time-consuming for like money ratio and everything like that. I guess, yeah, fitting, that makes sense, like, fitting it into, already, their really, like, largely established Telegram sticker business, I guess. Exactly. Nice. Okay, so, is there, um, for, I guess, for a lot of furries, too, um, since you've been in the community, starting off online through, um, Yifstar and everything, and then gravitating towards, uh, F.A., um, was it then that you were aware of like fur cons and fur suiting too? How did you discover that kind of aspect of the community? 
Uh, I would definitely say that it was whenever I truly got into the fandom. Um, I would just say, I would probably say pre-age 19, I wasn't fully committed to <laughs> this, the uh, fandom. Um, I had my times where I would look at uh, uh, naughty art and such like that. But yeah. um, until I became 19 and I did that changeover to For Affinity. So um, was it... Um, it was this, you mean like when you consider yourself a furry, like I am a furry now? Well, not so much that. I, I guess to what I meant is, uh, when I was more actually, uh, involved in the community itself at the time, it was a on and off thing like, oh, well, this is a nice little thing to look at, uh, and maybe get art every so often. I think at the time before 19, it was mostly, Oh, I won a raffle. Oh, that's awesome. I'd like you to draw a my persona. And you say that you can help me design him a little bit more. Excellent. Because believe it or not, Gear was always a husky, but he didn't have his gear shoulder markings until probably about uh I don't know, probably about seventeen or eighteen whenever I won a raffle and the artist oh, nice. was like, Would you like anything <laughs> added? And I wanted to make him a little bit more of my own. A little unique but nothing over the top because mm-hmm. i mean i see all i saw all these i was never one for a complexity i guess you could say so i mean i see many people out there with way over the top designs uh 17 different like colors that. i guess in the end as they're called sparkle dogs uh, yeah. <laughs> but i mean there's no shame in that I no mean, not at all not you, at all. you define yourself as however you want I was just never the type to go overly complicated when it came to just my base design. So that's why I'm just a regular Husky with cogwheels. But apparently doing that makes me stand out a lot more than many other people because everybody's like, oh, I recognize that guy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't seek the gears on the shoulders very often. If anything, I think you're probably most well known for that. Yeah, I I mean, I did meet a uh, kangaroo guy. Uh, I forget his name, but he did have cogwheels on his shoulders as well. But he he would always say that people would mistake him as me changing species. And (laughs) he hated that. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I didn't know about you and blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'll let people know that you're not me. But it's just basically something else that pops up, too, with, um, uh, Mm -hmm. I guess, with the popularity. Mm hmm. The so it's pretty cool. I like how, like you said, so it was actually a, a little bit of the artist that you wanted to kind of um, change things with your Sona and develop. So it kind of happened like naturally. Mm-hmm. Exactly, pretty much. I mean, like I said, uh, at first I, like I said, I used that stock image of that husky. Oh yeah. And then yeah. from, and then from that point, I kind of just moved a little forward, moved a little bit forward, and then I just kind of realized, you know. This stock image is nice and all, but I want him to be me. So I would just go about, um, at the time I didn't have a name, um, but I did give him later on gear as the name because one, it's my love of technology and my love of robotics. And one of the main components in technology and in robotics is a cogwheel. So Mm. I wanted to be like, as the personality type is, I wanted to be the kind of guy that was in a social setting with friends that he was able to keep the 
the machine rolling. Oh. So if there was ever any disputes or anything like that, I was able to keep pushing everybody through and work it through until we were all just one big happy machine kind of thing. That was my way of thinking at it at the time. Wow, that's really f- way more in depth than I ever thought about my own son. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> wow. I got. I'm a dog. I'm kind of brown and tan, and I have a flower on my back. <laughs> hey, that's great too, though. I, I enjoy your design. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no problem. And then, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of the the main reason actually for it's kind of similar to yours, where I even have this crest. I I do kind of like the Japanese family symbol crests. And mm-hmm. a lot of them have, like, this floral pattern. And I was looking through a lot of Japanese history textbooks and stuff at the time. And this is about a year or two ago before I even, like, you know, had my partial fursuit or anything commissioned, like, even art. Um, Correct. Starting off, uh, yeah, similar to your, like, document building. Like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to identify myself as? So I went with dog. <laughs> <laughs> and to make it my own, oh, yeah, I slapped on the crest. And that became, like, something that I wanted to develop more meaning for. Um, so that that then pushed me to commission, like, a partial. I was like, oh, this is going to be me. So I, I, I don't know. I think I, I, I do want to make it, give it that sense of uniqueness, kind of like everybody else. Um, what did, did, did you then, once you had your Sona and your, your gear design set, did you start um, looking into commissioning a suit? Uh, actually, yes. Um, let's see. I think I was 20, 20 or 21. Uh, either way, um, at that time is, um, I pretty much had the design for gear down set Pat, uh, over the time I've been in the fandom, he's always been that way now is mm-hmm. just gears. Nothing else has changed. But when I joined FA and everything like that, I did start seeing more and more for uh fursuit to start popping up and i was like oh my lord that's awesome <laughs> i was like uh so and then i also did the cons and everything like that um which was my, your first uh, con my first con was rain for his, what was it 2012 or 12 yeah 12 or 20 i can't remember 10 10 Oh, nice. Rest, oh, well, yeah. Um, yeah, rest 20, 2010 because that, yeah, I know, right? Rest <laughs> in peace. I know. Oh, my Lord. That's a whole nother story. I was not part of that, thank God. But did, still, I was like, oh, my God. Did you why? attend that year, though? Yeah, actually, yes, I did. Oh, <laughs> I think Blarn did, too. You're, you're right. Yes, I did, actually. And I did hear about stuff happening down at the pool and blah, 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 and I was just like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm glad I'm not part of that group. And so oh I would just gosh. hang out with my little clique of friends, and we had a fun time, and the uh, panels were great. And actually, um, that was the, uh, I believe, the year prior, actually. The year prior was the one that I actually had my fursuit, and I did. I found a uh, a really good uh, fursuit maker, and she was really great. Um, mm-hmm. She... Only charged me six hundred and fifty-five dollars for my full suit. Oof! Uh, wow, that's a good price. Like, yeah, I did. I, I lucked out, and she got it done within a month. Like, so oh I didn't think I was gonna be able to take it until the next con, but she got it to me in a month, and it 
fit perfectly and it was the best thing i ever had i was like oh my god this is amazing mm -hmm. and uh, now she's my suit maker and hopefully she's gonna get be making a uh, gear 2.0 for me <coughs> excuse me no problem, um but oh so you yeah. have another one in the works right now not yet not yet but we me and her have been talking and uh we're gonna get 2.0 going because 1.0 he's getting kind of to the point to where it's it's kind of time to retire him because it's mm -hmm. been well over, well over uh, ten years now. So he's Ooh, kind of a uh, refresh. He, he's he, it's like no amount of uh, brushing and uh, <laughs> showers and washing machine visits and cleaning will will relive his golden days, so to speak. Aww. but that's I mean, okay. I still enjoy it. Yeah, it's still the memories, though. That's for sure. Still a well-deserved retirement. Exactly. Well, that's cool. Wait, who is um who is your maker though? That are they still making suits otherwise or? They are. Uh, Phoenix Wolf Thirteen is her name. Is her FA. Um, she also does. Uh, her site is the Phoenix Den, I believe. Mm -hmm. She does really good work. Really good work. Um, her updated style is absolutely amazing. So that's why I'm really stoked for uh gear 2.0 whenever i decide to actually get him um she is the bomb diggity she right. sends updates like crazy and again she completes those suits really quick even today yeah that turnaround time is crazy i mean especially like if you're gonna go for some of the uh like big name fursuit makers you might wait a little bit or i don't know like i don't know how they handle so much or sell um, your kidney? Not, yeah, yeah, that might help. <laughs> sell my kidney. Oh, I took my kidney. Yeah, the, pretty much. I, I mean, I've seen some of those price tags that some of my friends are getting, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. I'm like, listen, uh, my, I like my car drop. is worth less than my suit. <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. That's how it goes, and it's just like, listen, I like getting art and. Uh, commissions of every kind but i don't know if i can sit there and drop 6k no, oh, I'm, not, I'm just gonna say that right now i don't i don't think i can drop 6k thanks though don't you want Looks those designer good. suit prices though i know right <laughs> just walk into the con and then everybody's taking pictures and you're like yes i went bankrupt for this <laughs> <laughs> look at how poor no i'm just kidding <laughs> i know it's like if you like me so much buy me dinner because oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay i look great though i know right the oh, okay so then when you started suiting actually that's when you started going to cons actually right around then um what was your... uh yeah yes or uh it was probably about two years prior that i started going to the cons oh, okay yeah that's then, what i yeah. that's what i yeah. like to actually tackle um so for those two cons when you weren't fursuiting or anything and just kind of like dipping your toe in the actual like in the, mm -hmm. the meat of it you know like of the of the uh, i was almost i almost said company of the <laughs> fandom <laughs> uh what was like your early impressions like oh i'm gonna like get more into this or it's like oh god i don't want to go to this ever again <laughs> at first it was a little overwhelming um but in the end uh, I guess I was also coming out of my shell at the time where I was being more sh social in like in real life settings. Mm -hmm. um, so the fandom 
at the con was very, very beneficial for that reason because everybody is like, okay, we are full-on hug mode. We are full-on pat you on the back. Um, there's interaction and there's physical interaction where it's yeah, not sexual unless, I mean, you're <laughs> looking for that, of course. But, I there's mean, all types. Yeah. what con doesn't have that in the end? Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it was just something to help pretty much everybody like even if you were a social introvert i think it would be a way to beneficially help you come out of your shell as well because it's just everybody has a positive attitude um well i mean of course you have the uh the party poopers uh but here and there i mean typically yeah typically they're far and in between but it's mostly people with smiles laughs games everything everybody knows everybody almost it's like one person you meet this person they're like oh meet this person oh let me introduce you to my friends and then it's just like oh cool it's just and, a cascade just, yeah yeah and then you just start making your own little i guess quote unquote furry network <laughs> um and it just basically stems from there because then after the con is done uh people who you've actually made those connections with they start messaging you on your messenger and they're like hey i saw you at the con and then you're like oh yeah you did i remember you and then that's where a lot of friendships begin besides the just random interactions that you get on uh, some social media <laughs> until they grow into something and it's like oh i'm gonna meet you at the con hi <laughs> do yeah. you rp Uwu? I, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah that too <laughs> just high oh, period yeah oh no oh i get so many notes of that a day it's not even funny i mean do you i guess i mean do you, would you bother responding to those or like i think i feel like you need a little bit more you know to like go off of yeah i mean at first whenever i was first uh getting them and they weren't that frequent i would respond back mm -hmm. and i would just be like mm -hmm. hey how's it going and it just try to talk to the person and then, in most cases, they would just stop messaging me, and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I guess they don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but at this point in time, I get those, and it's the no subject, open it up, hi. Uh, I'm just like, ugh. Like, I'm really yeah. sorry. Like, just give I'm me really a question sorry. or give me a subject to talk about or something. That's like, it goes it's a like, long way. <laughs> Or the ones that just straight up start RPing with you. It's like no subject. You go in and it snuggles <laughs> you. I'm just kind of like, oh. Oh, God. Please. I'm not even. <laughs> you're just throwing I'm in like, the story. It's like I work I work pretty much six out of seven days. I, I don't have time for this, my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's a good um, transition. So how, how do you fit like the furry lifestyle is that separate from your regular day-to-day -day lifestyle or what do you think the balance is there for you i would probably say there is the separation just because um i know a lot of people wear tails and stuff to work and blah 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 like that and again no uh, no shame or anything like that it's just something not for me mm -hmm. uh i've always just kept my personal away from business because i find that if you do so, you go a little bit farther, a little bit faster in your professional life because it's when you're going to work, it's about work. It's not about fun and uh, everything like that. But some of those things do slip through because um, just... I would honestly say, yeah, it's just 
normal, but I would honestly say it's the social being as friendly as I am and everything like that. That's slipped through through work, mm-hmm. and that's a positive thing to have. Uh, it can be a negative because then people think they can walk over you, but then that's where you just have to really ultimately know, like, okay, you're crossing a line. Yeah, there's some boundaries. Switch to business mode. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're friends until you're not friends kind of thing. Ah, okay. So the 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 way that you kind of parse it is that I, when I'm at work, I'm in work mode. There is there's that kind of line. Um, Correct. The and then the way that I guess so after work though that's totally not the case, and that's where you go back into like gaming and stuff. The social life is more furry. It's not exactly. And I find it kind of similar to my lifestyle too. Um, as soon as the the business business is over. Um, like I'm just back in the furry culture and, um, it's kind of sad to say though, too, because I'm also from my high school friends, I don't interact um, with them too much, like in the normal sense, like Mm -hmm. I'm not engaged with like, I guess you can say quote unquote, like normies and, you know, non-furs. It's very much like you're either a furry or a creator in some fashion and I want to talk to you. Correct. Yeah, no, I understand that completely. Um, I only have one friend that has been pretty much a part of my life since almost middle school. Um, Are they a furry? Yeah. No, he's not a furry. Oh, okay. He is, I guess, in the end, an army. But he totally accepts that <laughs> I'm a furry, which makes our relationship a lot stronger, more to the fact being that uh, he's, like, my best friend. And in the end even though I torment him with a lot of the furry stuff that he's not into, <laughs> he still accepts me because I'm a cool guy and we really click together and we're good friends. And that's how we have a really strong uh, relationship with one another that in the end, I was his best man for his wedding. And that was one of the biggest uh, honors wow. for me is that uh, I got to do that for him. You're and still I a did. best friend. Yeah. Exactly, and it was just his best friend and his best man, and I was his right-hand man. It was great. Uh, I remember that I went there, and his dad came up to me and says, hey, listen, I know you're the best man, but no strip clubs and everything (laughs) like that. And I said, of course, no problem, as I say, as I cross my fingers, because that's what a best man does. And then we went out to a strip club. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. We didn't do that. I promise we didn't do that. No, but we did take him out. We had a nice dinner. And I had, uh, where was it? I can't remember. But I did pay one of the waitresses to come over and hit on him. And then give him a kiss on the cheek. And he was kind of like all flipped out about it. And then we were just laughing at him. And I told him it was a joke. (laughs) It was a great night. We all had fun. And it was a great, he he did. He He has a great wife. And they're a very good couple now. Right on. Oh, that's really nice. And that's cool that, like, a person can just accept that, like, oh, just just because you're a part of this, like, interest or not even kink culture or anything like that, that um, it, no one jumps to conclusions or anything. And I kind of find that about my regular, like, friend, regular friends from then, too. Like, they know that I'm a furry. And they're like, huh. I, I mean, I guess I don't know if it's a geographic thing, because here in Hawaii, like, um, I think, yeah, because you're also a local too, that you can relate to this, that yeah. it's not really a huge influx of furries. Like I would say off the top of my head, I could think about all the furries who live here on Island. Mm-hmm. And no, I completely understand that. 
yeah how how like do you think that it's really well known here or do you think that like people are more kind of a melting pot here that it really doesn't like bother anybody or kind of strike somebody as something surprising I think I think it would probably be a melting pot kind of thing because I mean Hawaii has a huge influx I mean as well as many areas but has a huge influx of military applicants that come in they come in and they do they serve their three years here or they uh, tend to retire here or whatever but a lot of those who come in who are shipped over to us mm-hmm. they might be secret furries and then at the <laughs> point where they're out there searching and then they realize oh wow there is a furry community here at the 808 i'm but- going to message whoever i can find oh look i've actually had that happen to me once before because um i actually posted on fa that i was in hawaii that I lived here, and I actually got a message from a uh, a random fur saying, "Hey, I am in the Marines, and I am going to be uh, coming to Hawaii for my next three-year term. Uh, you want to hang out sometime?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Why not?" And then I met the guy, and he's a really cool guy. Um, really, yeah, just really cool guy. We hung out and we uh, had fun. We watched a movie, had uh, lunch. And then later on, months later, yes, I hadn't heard from him for a while. Months later, turns out he was part of another couple friends that I always hang uh, hung out with, and lo and behold, we became really good friends there too because he was always there and I was always there. So we were like, "Hey, what's up, man? How's it going?" <laughs> they were there already with your other furry friends. Basically, how it came to be was on this island, whenever I first moved here, because I was a military brat, too. My father was in uh, the Army. Oh, I did uh, not know this. Yeah, he was a sergeant major in the Army, uh, 20, 29 years in the military before he finally retired here. Um, we actually came here, and uh, I, I didn't really know that many furs here. Um I worked three jobs. I was a paramedic, I was a bartista, and I was working Lyft. Oh, wow. <laughs> a lot of different jobs, a lot of everything. Um, actually, I didn't get Lyft until later on, excuse me, but I was, at a, I was a paramedic and I was a bartista for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was at being a bartista that I met a guy... Uh, he was a furry and i had no idea he was a furry uh oh i think i know would, the story <laughs> yeah like and he would always show up and he would apparently be hitting on me but i had no idea because <laughs> with me you got to be kind of blunt because if not i'm gonna just it's just gonna go whoosh right same, over my head same <laughs> <laughs> but in the end i would always see him wearing a tail he would always have a little fox tail Aww. and i was like oh that's cute I'm like, I wonder if that's real, blah, 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 whatever. Um, Turns out um, I joined the 808 chat because they were having an event. And I was like, okay, you know what? I do live here. I want to try to get a little social with you guys. Can I join? And they're like, yeah, sure. So I'm driving to the event. And then one of them calls me up and says, hey, are you coming from the west side? And I'm like, yeah, I'm coming from the west side. And he's like, can you pick up uh, this guy over at the NEX? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he gives me his number. And I'm like, okay. And as I'm driving there, all I can think about is that guy with the tail that would always come mm-hmm. and visit me. And um, I'll keep his name private just 
Yeah, that's sure. totally cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I'm driving up and I'm rubbing my chin and I'm like, there's no way it's that guy. So I call him up and he answers and I'm like, this kind of sounds like that guy. <laughs> and I'm like, no, there's no way. So I said, hey, I'm in a yellow Jeep. I'm not in a yellow Jeep, by the way. And I'm coming from the opposite direction. So he's out there on the uh, basically on the sidewalk looking for me the opposite way I'm coming. And he's like, oh, I have a gray container with my suit in it. I'm like, okay, cool. I have my suit in the back. And I'm waiting and I'm looking. And then I notice him and I'm like, oh, no. So I pull up in front of him and he looks at me and his jaw just drops. And I'm just staring at him, and I lower the window, and I ask his name, his Sona's name, and he's like, that's me. And he's like, are you gear? And I'm like, that's me. And he's just like, okay. And then he puts his stuff in my car and gets in the car, and literally the next eight to ten minutes is pure silence driving oh, to the event. Because like the most awkward silence? or <laughs> we're, Yeah, pretty much, because we're both kind of stunned that – that's the other person we've known for like three months plus already to be actually a furry. And it turns out he had the hugest crush on me. Oh. And I was like, Oh, well I had no idea, but Oh, well, I guess <laughs> my that, bad. That, that is yeah, funny that, that you mentioned. Cause like, yeah, when you say you're at work, you're in work mode. You're not really sharing like the furry lifestyle, but then here you have this other person exactly. who has a, a tail, like they wore a tail to work. Exactly. Yeah. He was uh, sales at the time uh, oh. downstairs. It wasn't part of the actual Navy exchange. So he was like one of those, uh, I guess you could say one of the carts that are in the mall where you would walk oh, by and they would try to advertise. Yeah, a kiosk. There you go. There, He was a kiosk worker uh, for, um, I think he was at the time, cell phone cases. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was cell phone cases. He was trying to sell cell phone cases. Really good dude. Um but yeah, it turns out him and me become really, really good friends after that because now suddenly we have a huge amount of stuff in common. Mm -hmm. uh, he introduced me to uh, his family, quote unquote, his fur family here on the island. And I just hit it off with them so much to the point to where I, I just basically flink my way into this little clique and we all become a massive little... A tight family of nine people that is just like friends forever high fives to the point to where i mean uh, <laughs> like i guess the like i don't know how to explain what's, it what's like, this <laughs> they, they they had a house called the drunken paw let's yes. just say i got the uh the garage door clicker because of how close i was to them and i was able to just go over there open the garage door walk into the house and play video games or sleep on the couch whenever i wanted they would come home be like oh hey what's up gear no surprise here it would just be like oh hey wait you want to get a pizza yeah sure <laughs> let's get a pizza <laughs> that's so dope though too and i'm really envious of that because at least um like imagining like oh what if like furry wasn't just like this kind of passing lifestyle where i you know go home then i go to family do family stuff and then i can make time for like the fun furry stuff but it's like no i could just go home and home is furry and stuff that's really cool exactly and i mean like i said that i, I met all those ones and i guess the uh the patriarch dude of the household mm -hmm. uh he his name was rogue and um, I remember me and him were okay with each other. We were like, we were like, all right. But I could kind of feel like there was a small little barrier there where he was kind of like a tough guy. And I was like, that's fine. It's like, I I'll peel through that eventually. 
but mm-hmm. I remember the day that basically solidified my connection with him and made me his brother was the fact being I was driving to the beach mm-hmm. and then I get a call and it's from him and he's distressed and everything like that. Apparently his ex uh, or his girl, well, his ex now broke up with him and like left him for somebody else. And he was just distraught. Nobody was around to help him because everybody's at work. I was the only one off that day. Mm-hmm. And I guess he knew it somehow, I guess, because of the group. And he's like, I really need somebody here now before I do something crazy and blah, blah, blah. So um, I was like, okay, got it. And then, um, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't actually driving the car. I was with somebody. <laughs> but I told them, okay, you go to the beach. I got some important stuff to do. And luckily, I was about maybe five or six blocks away from him mm-hmm. at the time. So my friend just dropped me off on the side of the street. And I just started beelining it down the street. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was running, man. I was like Forrest Gump. He was running. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I did. I ran all the way to the drunken Paul. But I stopped at the new Safeway that had just opened to grab a big ass uh, gallon, or it's like one of those ha- or pints or whatever of uh, peanut butter Reese's ice cream oh, oh, because that yes. was that was his favorite ice cream. And I'm like thinking to myself as I'm running, I'm like, what do I do? Okay, ice cream. Ice cream solves the problems. I know he loves uh, Reese's. Grab that. Ran to the house. I was like, I'm here. It's like the door was open. I'm here. And then at that point, it's like, man, uh, I remember I like was consoling him. We were uh, basically, I gave him hugs and everything like that. Mm-hmm. We, it's like sob, sob, sobbed, ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, uh, Just... making jokes, making him laugh, blah, blah, blah. And then suddenly it broke. And then at that point, it was just boom. We became brothers, and that's where I pretty much got the clicker to the house because it was like, nah, you belong here. And I was like, yes, that's super, family. <laughs> that's super heartwarming because, like, that's, like, yeah, the best thing I guess you could have done, even though you weren't the best of friends at the time, was just being super comforting. Exactly. And, I mean, I wanted to be that for them because, I mean, I really did. I liked that entire family, and, again, I, I became part of that family. It was mm. just at that point it was done like we would have parties i mean i'm a non-alcoholic but they it's called the drunken paul for a reason they (laughs) they got wasted every friday uh after work so everybody was just like on the floor on the couch (laughs) some of the best shenanigans i've ever had was in that house and it was just absolutely awesome uh in the end yeah in the end it was just (laughs) exactly in the end it was like me usually since i had the training was making sure people didn't get alcohol poisoning (laughs) oh god yes yeah that can happen i'm like okay you've had enough no no i can take one more shot no you can't all right we're done (laughs) but i mean there was even a picture made uh somebody commissioned i i think it was deet um his sona's name uh he commissioned a picture where they're all everybody's passed out drunk on the floor or on the couch and i'm just standing in the background holding the empty pizza box and i'm just like dudes what the fuck oh if you have that i'd love to see it you gotta link me that yeah yeah i'll definitely show it to you later and i'll, I'll share Thank it you. with you yeah no worries but yeah it's the funniest thing i love it to death how how long did that go on for um i mean obviously i know that you don't live at the drunken paw this day yeah but... 
Actually, I never actually lived there. Um, oh, yeah, you're I lived, right. Yeah. I lived down the street. Funnily enough, I lived down the street, like, maybe half a block from them at the time. So I would literally just walk down the street, mm-hmm. open the door with the garage clicker, walk inside, and then just play their video games until they came home. <laughs> I took care of the – that was another thing. I took care of the dog. Uh, the They had a husky. Oh, that's the so therapist. fitting. I know. I was like, oh, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm glad you like Huskies. <laughs> but she was the derpiest dog ever. I mean, like, seriously, I would come in and she'd be licking paint or off the wall. She'd be licking the wall. Oh and gosh. I'm like, why are you licking paint? You crazy dog. Moon, moon, no. But, I know. Moon, moon, no. <laughs> but she would howl and bark. and Anyway, it was great. But, um, yeah, it was <laughs> absolutely amazing, though time and it was about two years i would say two maybe three years mm-hmm. and then uh it was just well i guess you could say the owner of the house we, they were just renting mm-hmm. uh they basically sold the lease underneath my brother oh. and he uh he he couldn't renew they didn't want to renew because they wanted to live there so the drunken paw kind of dissolved we're still all the greatest friends all the group of us oh, that's great, the hear. greatest friend and we still talk we have our own chat group on telegram actually um but yeah it dissolved and then in the end everybody was military in that household oh, so okay. basically times came and it's like okay time to move to another duty station blah 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 a few people stayed here and there um rogue he stayed until maybe like two years later um and then he left but then he had a new apartment called the drunken cave because it was very small <laughs> and it was boost. only uh yeah and, and it, it, <laughs> exactly and it was like only like a, a uh let's see a room and a half apartment so it wasn't as big as the uh the drunken paul that had three bedrooms and uh a very large uh, living room and everything like that. But in the end, it was pretty much probably the best times of my life because I just had family and friends 24-7 no matter what. It's like if I needed to vent, there was people there. If they needed to vent, I was there. It was just amazing. Yeah, that's a really comforting and like warm spot to have, especially through hard times. Um, the, the one thing that you brought up that uh i can relate to heavily was that a lot of people at least for the state is yeah we're kind of like this military uh spot hot spot mm-hmm. and uh people come and go and i think that's like kind of um it's it's really interesting because um making such close friends that i've had that i have now um right. having them come to our state becoming really good friends and then seeing them off is kind of often really hard um, but I'm really glad, yeah, we can stay uh, so heavily in touch online, especially with Telegram and FA and sharing art. Um, that really does keep the relationships alive. Um, exactly. It is, it's a I little, I do get a little like teary now and again where it's like, oh no, you're you're leaving the island and then, you know, like everyone's going to the mainland and stuff. Um, but actually, um, a person that does, you know, hopefully is staying with me is um, my mate. Um, Blarg, um, he's through the of military, course. and I owe that relationship and a lot of my happiness that I have because um, he came stationed here. Exactly, and that's great, and I'm glad that you found each other. Thank you. Um, of course. I wouldn't want to take up too much more of your time, but that was a really good story, and I really appreciate it. I think we're yeah, running on like, um, oh, 
50, oh, one hour already. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> that, I, yeah, I know. It felt like 20 minutes, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trust me. Uh, you get me talking, I can just talk. My bad. <laughs> no, no. Thank you. Like, oh, my gosh. I Well, partly why I would love to have you as a guest again is because I love hearing your stories. Um, oh, well, much appreciated. I would definitely join you again. Yay. So I hope to have you on again. This has been Tree Bark. And thank you so much time uh, for your time, Gear. I really appreciate it, and I hope we can do it again soon. Um, is there anything else that you'd like uh, me or would you like to share with anybody um, out there, your friends, family, or other furs that you would like to know? Um, any shout-outs or anything? I, I would just probably say just keep true to yourselves. Always be your own personality. What you see online should honestly be what you are in person. Um, because in the end, it makes easier to make those connections whenever you actually meet that person in real life. Mm -hmm. And just always understand that you only live once, but stay safe, be kind to others, and always love often. Thank you very much.